Guys, before we start today's episode, if you haven't yet, please head over to Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to us there on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. It helps us grow. It helps us, uh, you know, go up in the rankings. I think we're over 500 or we're... Are we over 500 reviews? I think we're over, over 500 over reviews. Over 500 reviews. This Sunday. In 2020. Oh, yeah. Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to us there. It really helps us out. Now, to Slow, the slower there show. There it is. <laughs> See you guys. another week it's been another fantastic week welcome everybody this is podcast number 299 we are the x1 bros this is your positive gaming and xbox one community as always i am joined by the bros the x1 bros first it's mr mcspicy uh hello how's there it going? oh you yeah. sound you sound fabulous do Actually, i yeah you really do i was it like You're, changed it's like you turned on your adult voice oh hey hey, hey welcome everybody uh it's good to be here next is jordan the man Hello. And last but not least, I am X1. We are the X1 bros. It's been a big week. It's always a big week. A big week in gaming, dude. I am I am addicted. Addicted with yes. a capital D <laughs> to vigor right now. Yeah, we had fun last night. Yeah, Jordan. You know what I noticed? Well, I gotta show you my clips. I was using proximity mines this week and I oh, was yeah. So proximity mine hey, okay, I do have a complaint here. Proximity <laughs> mine, you have to it's like the level it's not the highest level crafting item. It's the second highest level. So your crafting level table has to be like level 11 and then there's level 12 You know, is the top one. You can't craft a proximity mine until you get to level 11. Shotgun to the face, shotgun in a building to a body is a one hit kill. The proximity mine only brings you down 50%. Which is an explosion. It's, a, it's an explosion. That you're literally right next to. So yeah, that you're on top of. You step on. So your concern is the game's realism. Well, no, well, no, no I just think that explosion it, would, that's inconsistent. No, an explosion well, would kill you. I know, but would that not be overpowered in a game like this? Yeah, uh, yeah. No, not because, because of the way you have to set it. Yeah, you do you have can't to set throw it. it. You have yeah, you to actually set yeah, it down. Yeah, you have down. to set it down. You can't Can throw you it imagine down. how pissed people would be if they got one killed, like one shot killed? Well, I don't know. Yeah, somebody that's not even there? Yeah, but I that's that's the awesome. point, though. I mean, oh. yeah. how, how pissed people are you would, when you get... Would, that would happen to me. I would hit the jewel and I would hit uninstall. <laughs> yeah, but no, no. To that, to that question, how pissed are you when you get face-tapped in Tarkov from, you, from who knows where? Or by a scab, But right? that's actually a skilled shot. I'm okay with dying wait, by wait, a skilled wait, wait. shot. Does Tarkov, or, does Tarkov still pisses me off. Wait, does Tarkov have grenades? Uh-huh, yeah. It has grenades, Are yes. grenades one Grenades one are yep. extremely powerful. 
But they Do those cost not piss you off? They cost twenty grand a piece. Yeah. They so, are so, so it's basically like that. Was it that Chris Rock thing on uh, gun control, <laughs> where he says you should make bullets be five grand a piece? <laughs> yeah. And so, if somebody gets shot up, you're like, that guy, damn, that guy <laughs> deserved it. <laughs> he did something to somebody. Yeah. So if you get killed by a grenade, you knew he knew he was deserving <laughs> of that. Like, Do I throw <laughs> this? This was a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> if we miss. All I'm saying is, I think that's. Uh, well, I just think vigor needs to fix its consistency because. Well, there's only it's in, not cons- that's not uh, consistent. Well, are you talking about consistency or balance? Because those are related, but that. But I'm telling you, I would you never see, play a game. You can see a proximity mine, and a proximity mine randomly placed. It's never going to happen. It's always going to be at points of interest. So all that would happen is you if that was it. the case. Number one, they're really hard to get. Like, you have to be crafted up. But if people were just laying them places, everyone would be checking. In fact, fun fact, we were dropping proximity mines last night for fun, and people were checking them. Yeah. One guy blew it up. We also think they were stream sniping we us. We also think they were, that guy was stream sniping yeah. us. But but what's the, what about uh, Claim Wars and Call of Duty? Kind of same concept. And everybody gets pissed <laughs> yeah, 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 And yeah. you have abilities <laughs> that lower the damage. So you if you're if that's a big concern, you turn on the... Ability well, that lowers okay, the if it's not going to be a one-hit kill, it needs to be more than fifty percent. It needs to be like seventy-five percent. I just place two of them down. Then it's a then it's a kill. <sighs> you can hold more than one. Yeah, you can hold as many that you can. Then you what's can the backpack. problem? Because it's cost money to craft it. It's like the grenade, you know. You yeah, gotta, it is like the equivalent of a grenade. No, my my only my issue with with uh, vigor right now is I feel like there's like three to five guns that are viable and the rest are useless. Um, well, a headshot kill is one shot kill no matter what gun you use. So that makes every gun viable well, in that respect. Uh, okay, but I mean, that's every game ever. Not necessarily. But there can still be, you know. Yeah, well, maybe. But I just, yeah. Uh, you do. Here's what you do need. So there are a couple guns that are better. Like there's even like I go in with the AKM. It's a white. No, gun, no, which I do is too. Like yeah, the no, lowest I got, one. I go with the AKM, and I go with that one over the M16. The M16 is technically a better gun with higher weapons, but the M16 you can't go fully automatic. You can only go three shot burst. And when you get into a close and single, right? And single, yeah. When you get into a close fight, you need to just spray because one of those shots <laughs> is going to hit. Because if not, you're going to be taken out by a Thompson. Right, like because if well, see, that's, that's my thing. Like I, last night when I was playing, I got frustrated with the Thompson because I just unload on people and it would miss. Oh yeah, well the you Thompson know, yeah. is, is the starter gun for a reason. Yeah, you know, I mean, I get that you need to have better guns, but it just it feels like there's only like three to five, maybe, and five I think is, <laughs> you know, being generous that are. Viable. Well, so let me tell you what I you spent what I mean? basically all day yesterday doing was I was going up to so in, there's points of interest that you have to go to. So I was yeah. going to the signal. The signal is where if you hit it, it shows everybody on the map momentarily, right? So uh-huh. it's a big point to go to. So this was a single player. I was dropping the proximity mine at the signal and then laying it in the bush and just waiting. Someone would come up, boom, big explosions. And as soon as it goes off, I just sprint to them and pop, 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 they're dead. Pick up their stuff, plant another proximity mine and go wait. It was the funnest I've had in that game. Yeah, it was pretty It funny. was hilarious. And Which people just panic. All, people all those just panic. People they just, don't know what to do. They just uninstalled the game. Well, no, well, so no they didn't die from the bomb. They didn't die from the bomb. They died from my gunshot. <laughs> but they I were, just rushed them. Yeah, what they were like, they were like, what the heck just what, happened? And they're like, right, and well, they get like, blown up and they run away. They, they don't even try. They just run away, but I'm running after them. <laughs> and I shoot them. It's hilarious. Hilarious. What that game needs to do to take it to the next level is honestly now, let me have gun customization similar to a Tarkov. Or what Tarkov d- does that is really, really smart uh, and that brings the ultimate long-term draw 
is it has that economy where like yeah. I can buy guns from this in-game economy and sell guns from this in-game economy and have higher, you know, tiered loot from this in-game economy that really adds this extra level of risk yeah. reward that really just doesn't exist in Tarkov. You mean in Vigor? I mean in Vigor, yeah. yeah okay. It really just doesn't exist in Tarkov. And Tark Tarkov you mean, you mean, you mean Vigor? I mean Vigor. <laughs> and Tarkov <laughs> And Tark Tarkov just is it really is the ultimate version well, of this. Style no, of it really is. And I, they're not trying to be Tarkov. No, no they're not. And, they're, they're and, and that's game. fine. It's their own thing. But like, uh, speaking of comparing them, because I feel like there's so many weapons, in my opinion, that aren't viable in a fight if you have one of the better weapons. I like that in Tarkov, it's more about the bullets you buy rather than the weapon. For example, we can, can we that. can we can agree that in Tarkov, the M4 is probably one of the best weapons in the game. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But if I have a, 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 let's say me and Mark going with a with an AK seventy four N, right? Yeah. If we get the best ammo and slot, we still are a threat with that weapon. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it's the ammo You're that matters. You're a threat matters. with a pistol. Yeah. If you have the if you have the best ammo, you know what I mean. So if they could do, I mean, I'm not saying they need to do something like that. Well, and like they do that. have an ammo system because they have military grade ammo. Yeah, but they only go to certain weapons. Yeah, but there are weapon attached. But and then even then, like again, the M sixteen is a higher grade bullet. Than the but there's AKM. only one bullet for but the M16. I think, but I think the AKM is better. Yeah, you know what I mean. Even so, it doesn't. There's no consistency there. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. So I just, I feel, I wish, I wish the Thompson was more. I don't feel like the Thompson's very viable. Yeah, you know Loyal I mean? Doyle Whereas says. I it, wish Loyal Doyle says it correct in chat. He says any fully auto gun on that game is solid, and the reason is because when you get into it's me versus spicy, and I just, I just unload one of those shots is probably going to hit you in the head. Mm -hmm. Doesn't matter that you have better weapons. Uh, Slow Doyle says any fully auto gun on that game is solid. Rifles take way too many hits. I go in with the best sniper in the game and hit people in the chest twice with a five second reload each time, and they still don't die. Yeah. No, I agree because uh, I went in with the Mosin and headshots. I get them. That's fine. But with a Mo we all know what a Mosin rifle is. It's a pretty high caliber rifle. Oh yeah. If that thing hits you in the chest and there's no body armor in this game, you're you're dead. I mean, they should have it. I, David and I were you're talking screwed. about it. Uh, I don't know if it was last night or the other night, but. Uh, they should have you were you were telling me what kind of they have like they don't have hit boxes they have hit areas or well that's the like theory that. like, that's the theory it, it, yeah. that people are saying is that instead of hit boxes it's this area which is what like a headshot which is what causes know. the trade right like there's so how many times you trade kills all the time in oh, fact we last night last we, night. we yeah. traded yeah traded last night so but no I mean like because I feel like like uh, like Loyal Doyle says with a high powered rifle to the chest I mean the stomach we can we can argue but to the chest you're god I don't know have you ever heard of getting gut shot. It's a slow, painful death. Yeah, but but see, not an instant death. Oh, okay. You know what I'm Fair saying? Point. You're, you're kind of wobbling along there. Fair point. Fair point. Regardless, it's super fun, and we had fun. No, yeah, we had fun. I, I like the game. Nice. I, I really enjoyed it last night because I feel like I'm getting better. Yeah, yeah like, you I really have do to. feel like I'm getting better. You are. And even David was like, holy shit, Jordan, you're amazing. No. Well, I didn't say that. But well, I think it was along <laughs> the lines of what you said. We have it on recording. There was one. There was, to the there was at least two rounds where David died and I had to take oh, on the duo oh, team by okay. myself. Where David, David <laughs> sacrificed. David so sucky. David sacrificed himself. David saying, Jordan, are we getting greedy? I think we're getting greedy here. No, man. There's no one left on the map. Let's go for it. <laughs> Okay. And then okay. I don't think we should. And I go in and get shot, and Jordan kills the guy that shoots me. Both like, of them. Well, there was actually one time that I remember where I said, "David, you go first. I don't want to get shot." And then David ran first. And funny, like it was a joke, but he actually got shot because like, he went first. Like, oh, okay. Okay, okay, there okay I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> and then I Hot turned around and shot, killed them both. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Was, yeah, dude. Uh, it's I did so the same to Mark and uh, 
It is. Fu- it is fun. I shoot, think. Shoot me. No, I just. Hey, you. You go through that door first, and we'll see what happens. I think this is the next yeah. iteration of whatever you know, first-person shooter battle royale-ish uh-huh. is these survivor, and it's not like they're new. They've been around, but the survivor. Well, it's it's the game. I do multiplayer <laughs> game. Survivor shooter looters. It's the adrenaline you get when going. It's in, because you know each I mean? game matters, right? Mm-hmm. It's never meaningless. So, speaking of that, I also had a chance to play Apex. Speaking of meaningless. Speaking of meaningless. Well, I do have a complaint here. Apex. I played some ranked mode. I actually think ranked mode is not as fun. It's fun in that fact when you do get into gunfights, the gunfights are better. But it's a lot slower paced because everybody's just trying to survive as long as they can to get those points. Well, I mean, that's the well. I think point they, the I think they counteract that because if you don't get kills in the ranked mode, you don't get those modifiers. Because every kill, yeah, but because like for example, the, they cap that at five kills. After five kills, you don't get anything. Yeah, but if you get five kills and make it to the top ten, it's like what times twelve or something. So you like get like two hundred twenty yeah, 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 plus yeah. points. So because how they do it is, I mean, they could make. I think they could make it better, right? Because I, I agree. Like there are some rounds where even myself, when we played. We'd kind of, oh, we made it to the top 10, we're good, right? You know, but if we made it to the top five and then just got killed, we we essentially only got well. Like, and granted, I'm in, one, you know, I'm in the lowy low bronze league, so Death Star says ranked is more fun the higher level you yeah. go. I'm sure, but like, it gets uh, more aggressive too. When we when we would get some kills, like even even three or four kills around, and then you make it to the top 10 or even top five, like your multiplier is you get a lot of points. Yeah. You know what game I could not stop thinking about this week? Bleeding Edge. That game needs to get here yeah. already. I had so much fun that with that game. game. That was a good game. Hey. That yeah. Was, that was a good game. Really Spicy, good game. I know that I actually agree with you, too, and your analysis. I think it's... What is my analysis? I think what it's analysis? some of the best analysis out there that we've had yet on Bleeding Edge. <laughs> I, oh, on Bleeding Edge. Oh. It's more of a MOBA. It's more akin to a MOBA crowd than to an Overwatch crowd. That's mm-hmm. that's how they're going to get it to succeed. I, yeah. I agree 100%. Does... Uh, with my own statement. Will Bleeding Edge <laughs> take you away from... From yeah, Heroes of the Storm. From from well, no, from, from Overwatch. From Overwatch. I I can't wait to jump in with you guys and, and really dive in on that game when it when it releases. Yeah, it will. Yeah. It'll take me away from a lot of games. Yeah. I will be playing that one and not other games. Yeah. I can't when it's got that competitive vibe, Ooh. team vibe, right? Ooh. Oh, and a correction. I felt bad. I called David and Mark and I felt bad for this. He did. Bleeding Edge. I told him to stop calling me. Yeah, he did. He said stop calling I me. I actually no started screening my calls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, so last week we were talking about Bleeding Edge and we said it's cross-save, not cross-play. I was incorrect. I really didn't think it was cross-play. It is, it cross is fully cross-platform, cross-save, cross-play, cross-everything. PC, Xbox. PC, Xbox, yeah. yeah. So so uh, correction there. Sorry for everybody who was listening last week and was like, it's well, ju- what it's, an idiot. It's like this hybrid of Smite because I've always wanted to get into sm- but I just the time that it takes of sm- it's like a hybrid smite overwatch if they got together had a sexy baby that was trying really hard to be cool you'd have bleeding I edge. mean but see the only similarity in overwatch is objectives objectives heroes heroes but that's a moba yeah true true they both have fire buttons. They have. <laughs> you use the triggers. No, it makes they're sense, on though. Consoles. They're on console. Like, yeah, this yeah, is one right. of the few games that a mouse and keyboard does not give a distinct advantage. <laughs> yeah. Because it's Hence, auto-targeting and auto... You know. Hence why we learned it is cross-play. Yeah. Now we, and we know they're going to add, obviously, over time, more characters. But I think this is this nice sweet spot. Nice well, and it's low. Well, it's a good place to start. People can get to learn how to play the game. Yeah. Uh, well, it's the same... It's the same way. If you notice the character, they have like difficulties on them. Yeah. Not any, n- none of the characters are actually like high difficulties. They're, you know, medium is the highest. But Overwatch did the same thing. You know, you put in your baseline characters and then they slowly start to do introduce 
more complex characters that change the game. And then, of course, more and more characters, more maps, right? Yeah. Do you think Overwatch kind of it's got away from them with that respect with the heroes? Too much, too many heroes. Well, I mean, I think, really I think with, there's no, not yeah. enough heroes in Overwatch. They oh, come really? out with them way too slow. Oh, oh, really, really? Yeah, and I mean, it's just inevitable. I mean, look at a game like League of Legends. There's tons of heroes, right? There's hundreds, I think. Well, that, but that's point. that's why I can't start playing League of Legends. Like to what? know to have that yeah. knowledge. You, the more heroes you come out with, at at a certain point, you start to. I think they hurt newcomers. I think that. Well, I think they counter it in the fact that they buff and debuff certain heroes. So like a group of heroes is the meta and if you don't play with those heroes you're not going to win so you only need to know 10 yeah, heroes when you're first starting out yeah. right because every see every you know it's, it's just like um like magic and hearthstone they buff certain cards so you use them right to put them back in the the meta and the rotation anubis, yeah, anubis in chat you. says bleeding edge was great i think it'll be a big success because since it has auto aim it is a pretty low barrier for kids and bad players uh but to really be good at that takes a high caliber of teamwork and strategy so people who game a lot want to push it can enjoy it that way i, I would agree with that yeah i agree with that i, I would too yeah. anyways i couldn't stop thinking about that this week no it was really fun and we're not too far away from the full release march 20th and according to what i've read all your progress carries over from the beta there we go. So that's rare. Yeah. That usually doesn't usually hit that reset button. Yeah. Makes me want to play the beta more, but it's I think there's down. I think there's one Done. more beta. Is there one more? Is there one more coming yeah. out? Oh, well, that's good to know. Yeah. Well, guys, that takes us uh to the portion of our show there where we talk. Oh, there it is. <laughs> Jordan, tell us what is happening in the world that is Xbox One this week. So there's a lot of good stuff going on. Okay. Yeah. Uh, first things first is first up, first that up to bat. There's a new MMO coming out. It's called Bless Unleashed. It launches March 12th. Yes. But let's give a little backstory of this game. Yes. So because basically the game sucks. Well, and they the, redid it. Yeah. They pulled a Final Fantasy. Yeah, that's what some people are comparing it to. I don't okay. know how extensive it is, but anyway. So there was this game a while back on the PC called Bless Online, which was pretty awful. I played it. And I didn't. Well, I've never seen getting a a lot of hype. Or no, it's Bless Unleashed that I've been seeing getting a lot of hype. There he is, my man, Lazy Peon, going through. Oh, you want to watch his stuff? No, Uh, do that one. I guess I'll skip halfway through. Okay, I watched all these. Pulling up things, but I like. uh, Anyways, Lazy Peon's my MMO guy, so I watch for my MMOs. Okay, anyway, keep going. yeah, I didn't like Bless Online. Just it, it wasn't a very good game. It got shut down across the world. And basically, what had happened is Bandai Namco, I think, was the publisher of mm. uh, Bless Online. Anyway, they all came back and they decided to kind of revamp the game, which is why we have Bless Unleashed. So it's it's not Bless Online. It's it's completely different. They, I I think maybe they share some of the same lore and a few assets, but it's it's even in a whole new engine. It's in Unreal Four. Oh, really? Whereas, Interesting. Whereas Bless Online was in Unreal 3, right? Okay. So it's in Unreal 4. It's it's a whole new game. It's exclusively on the Xbox right now, um, which is pretty cool. It's it's going to be free to play when it launches. You can okay. get like founders packs and stuff like that. They give you early access and a few other goodies. Now, yeah. from what I've seen, knowing all that, uh, some people are comparing this to a Realm Reborn. You know, you had Final Fantasy 14, which wasn't very good. Then you had Realm Reborn, which basically revamped everything. That's essentially what they've done. The first beta came out last year, I think, for this, and the combat system for was... Unleashed. For Unleashed, okay. yeah. And a lot of people were like, oh, no, here we go again, because the combat system was really clunky and okay. really, like, just weird, right? But 
the developer listened and they came out with another beta and then uh, open betas and stuff like that and all the stuff that they were they basically took all that feedback and corrected it like combat is is as far as I can tell because I had never played the betas I'm just watching people and listening to people that have yeah. played the betas right some reputable sources the combat is much quicker now it's it's smoother it's, like it's less it yeah, it's, it's, it's less clunky you can dodge now um so it's it's really well you can dodge properly now right uh but anyway it's it's quite interesting. So the story this, of this did game. This right? just drop or it's dropping? So no, no, no. This the footage we're looking at is from the last open beta that they had, which okay. was just a little while ago. The game goes full release on Xbox on March. I believe it's March twelfth. Is what okay, I was looking so at. So we're just like two it weeks away. It is. Yeah, it is free to play. Um, if you want to play it early, you can get the founders pack. Uh, there's a twenty dollar founders pack, a forty dollar founder pack, and then an eighty dollar founder pack. It gives you early access. Uh, I think the twenty dollar gives you seven days early. The forty to thirty dollar gives you ten days early, and then so on and so forth yeah. to the higher versions. They give you in-game items, mounts, stuff like that. There is an in-game cash shop, uh, and that's actually what hurt the original game a lot because it was basically pay to win. From what I've seen. And what people are saying, they put a lot of stuff in place to make it not pay to win. Okay. So basically, you know, only cosmetics and stuff like that. So every MMO um, has a stick. Like, what's this? What makes this MMO different? So special? what I've what I've heard. So it's it's an action combat. It looks really pretty well, I mean, for being like, on a console, I like those right? Big giant yeah monsters there. Um, That's cool. People have been saying now. This is kind of an interesting term because I don't want people to think. The wrong thing. But some people have been saying a Souls-like combat. Okay, I can see that. essentially means you need to dodge, you need to, you can't just go it's in there timing. and, yeah, you like, you can't just go in there and whack, the things are going to be hard, right? Okay. And from what I've seen, you can't just take a whole mob on at once. You got to be strategic about your fights, you got to go in with a team, or you can't, you got to go one-on-one, you know, you can't <laughs> just take on a whole crowd and be, be God. Yeah. You know what I mean? So... But um, no, from what I've seen, it, I've it's piqued my interest a lot. Yeah. I think this will be the one that holds me over until uh, Final Fantasy comes to the Xbox, because uh, in my opinion, that's one of the best MMOs out there to date. It, is Final Fantasy coming to the Xbox? Yeah, I didn't. Why didn't I know that? I'm sure I did know that. We've yeah, no, yeah, we, we've talked about we've it. Talked before, about so. it yeah, we've talked about that's it before. Yeah, we've talked about it. That's cool. It's, it's, when it's is coming. It coming? Um, there's a lot of different speculations. I think they're waiting for their new patch 5.3, which is going to revamp some of the, uh, earlier Final Fantasy gameplay, like Realm Reborn. Um, other people are saying it'll go with the launch of Series X, you know, stuff like that. I think we'll find out at E3. Uh, I think it's going to be end of summer, beginning of holiday when we get it, uh, but, but this uh, looks like it could be the real deal then. No, yeah, it, it, it looks fun. It's full open world, so it's it's not like uh, ESO. like ESO and Guild Wars where you zone into different zones. Yeah. It's From what I can tell, it's a full open world. Like I said, I've never played this game. I've only watched people play this game. The reason I never jumped into it is because of the stain that Bless Online had with me. Sure. But uh, this is, it is, from what it sounds like and what it looks it like from look all cool. my, yeah. It looks very good. From what it sounds like and what it looks like from all my research with all their new systems, I'm not going to go into all of it because there's a ton, but they're taking the right step in all their systems via the cash shop, yep. the uh, PvP modes, the open world PvP, stuff like that, right? End game stuff, right? So it sounds good, right? So Psychotic in chat says that when the beta came on console this last time, it was comparable to BDO and was very easy to play. I yeah. mean, that's being comparable to BDO is a compliment. Yeah. Their combat system is very good. And personally, I think it 
looks a little bit smoother than BDO, especially in the interface department. I, I like, yeah. I was never, even on PC, I was never a fan of BDO's interface. I, I like my MMO interfaces a very specific way. Yeah. Uh, so when MMOs let me customize my interface, it's nice. And this one is more not as in your face as BDO, right? Clean? Yeah. Because yeah. BDO's interface was bam. DJ Hero says BD, it's BDO without having to worry, worry about someone killing you everywhere. Mm-hmm. That is a that is a concern. Oh. Black Desert Online, man. Black Desert Online is so good too. No, it really is. So this this is looking. It's really from from my research, from my watching people play. I'm excited for it. We were talking about it before the show. We're we're gonna grab one of the founders packs and jump into it. And, yeah, and check and it see out. how it goes. But uh, it it really looks like a lot of fun. I'm excited for it. Hopefully, it doesn't burn us. But uh, just go to their website. It'll show you all the systems that they have in place. I'm kind of excited for their PvP system that they have, the open world PvP system, uh, where you basically, if you kill people, you become a criminal. So like ranking... That. Hey, that's pretty cool. Yeah. A bandit? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that. So. so ranking MMOs on the console to date, granted Final Fantasy... Let's assume Let's assume Final Fantasy... Uh, is 100% coming, right? Like that's, let's count I'm that as, sure in the consoles. Yeah. What is, and it's on PlayStation what is right the now. top MMO on, on Xbox right now? Okay, so in your on, opinion. on Xbox, and we'll just count Final Fantasy because it's already on PlayStation and it's coming to Xbox, right? Yeah. I'm going to say Final Fantasy. Okay. Because of Shadowbringers. I mean, that game, Final Fantasy, I was actually talking to my brother-in-law who's another MMO guy we yeah. play together. I was telling him... That's uh, actually why you married his sister. Uh, yeah, I needed a, we needed a healer. We needed a healer. Uh, we had the arranged marriage. Hey, and, uh, uh, yes. I'll take your your sister. Yeah, if I'll you be, if you I'll heal be. for us, I'll marry your sister. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was like the dowry. Uh, yeah. It was an MMO arrangement. <laughs> <The dowry. laughs> uh, no, so right now, as it stands, I'm going to say Final Fantasy Online is the best console MMO. Uh, even though it's not released on the Xbox yet, it's coming. It's okay. on the PlayStation okay. right now, so we know it runs on the console. I think, as of right now, the Shadowbringers expansion, Final Fantasy has surpassed World of Warcraft for me. Really? I think it's I think it's the best MMO on the market right now. What sets it apart? What makes what makes it? Dude, the Shadow good? the Shadowbringers expansion is fantastic. The story's good. The mechanics are good. Hmm. It, I mean, Final Fantasy I think has one of the best stories and lore, especially as they come out with more. Okay. Uh, expansions, but uh, it's it's a good time. Wow. Okay. So. Okay. So uh, that one you put at the top, <laughs> it's like a top tier. Is there any other top tier Xbox or? Um, I think MMOs? I think in second place. I mean, obviously, if we were counting them all, World of Warcraft would be up there because it's just a solid sure, MMO, right? Consoles, but just consoles, consoles, just consoles. The next one after that Xbox. would probably be ESO. ESO, because I think I think what they're doing is cool. It is what it's, and we're going back. I to think Skyrim now. Oof. Yeah, going back to Skyrim. Yep. I think what ESO needs to do, well, nah, they don't need to do it. Never mind. Well, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, so the reason Final Fantasy hasn't come to the Xbox yet is because of the, the barrier between cross-play. Between, the, the cross-play <coughs> rules on consoles are really weird. Um, like, I, I mean, I don't know them fully, but like, for example, in a first-person shooter, you can cross-play uh, and, and, and talk with each other from different platforms or something no like that. But on, but on MMOs, like they wouldn't let you do that for very, there's just a bunch of weird rules, right? If sure. I, if I're on the, the development team or whatever, I'd know why those are there. But, uh, Yoshi P the, the game director over final fantasy said, I will not come to the Xbox, uh, unless those walls are taken away because he doesn't want to fragment the, the community. Interesting. I Which like I think, that. I think with an MMO is 
gene i mean that's just how it is right i mean whether you're playing on so my brother-in-law plays on playstation 4 all the time i play on the pc uh we link up and and our in-game friends no problem it's all one server it doesn't it, it's basically what gaming is moving to it doesn't matter where you're playing from you're all on the same game and right? eso doesn't have that eso does not have that they have three different servers pc playstation and can you uh, can you at Xbox. least account transfer things like can you at least on ESO, uh, you pick cannot. Up. See. They, when it first launched, they let you take your PC character over to the console, but since then you can't. But this is what's so great about Final Fantasy is, and and I I agree with him. He he doesn't want to, you know, he doesn't want people to be like, oh, if we can cross play, Xbox can play with PlayStation, but if they can't talk to each other, then there's no point. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like why fragment your community? And that that was his big thing. And apparently, the man Phil Spencer has been working to oh, I, I, I don't know the full story but from fantasies of final but from what I mean one. Phil Spencer said it was coming right yeah. Yoshi P said that they're they're, they're, they're ready Yoshi P yeah that's cool uh, he said uh, he said that it, it was coming soon like we, we know it's coming and we know it's coming sometime in 2020 okay hopefully but uh, I, I'm I'm excited that's very exciting now whether that Going back to the original topic, whether that hurts or helps um, ESO, I don't know. I think they have such a big player base on each of their servers. It anyway. doesn't really matter. Um, yeah, it, it, you may not notice or matter, but I mean, the more play, the point of an MMO, like the more players you can get playing together, the better, right? So top three, well, top one on Xbox right now, you would say is ESO. I would say is ESO. No, no, well, I would say when Final Fantasy comes to Xbox, it will be, I would be, one. The, it will okay. be that one, right? Uh, I think ESO, very close. Then what do you second. say after ESO? Black Desert Online right there? Or what uh, do you put? I don't know. I think that's where it takes... Uh, there's a lot that are tied. I mean, Black Desert Online's a fun one. Um, I think Neverwinter... Yeah, you're when big I first, on Neverwinter. When I first played it was really fun. <laughs> I've, you I've, sounded so condescending. Yeah. Oh, really? yeah you're, you're really, really uh, you're like that you're game kind of guy that likes that game. Yeah. You're big on that piece of crap. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. You are, though, big on Neverwinter. Well, I've, I've played it. I've heard there's... Uh, I've heard there's been some issues with like pay to win stuff. Um, at this point, I'd almost even count Destiny as I, I don't know Destiny if you can division. call it an MMO, but it's it's definitely in that vein, a Destiny, a division sure. type of thing. You know, they may not have the masses on screen, but it is essentially you know a, a multiplayer open world game, right? You know, yeah. so well, uh, that's that's where it gets hard. Well, it's very though. exciting to see these. Terra's another one that's on there. It's right? very exciting to see uh, these MMOs coming to the Xbox, coming to console. Bless Unleashed. It does look cool. Yeah, no, I'm excited to try cool. it out. So I, I'm still staying a little bit reserved because I don't want to like overexcite myself. Oh, I understand. You know what I, I mean? Over, I overexcite myself <laughs> yeah. all the time. Daily. Yeah, yeah. daily almost. Oh, yeah. But, it's uh, exhausting. I'm, I'm going to give it a try. And hey, if it, if it goes good, maybe we'll uh, throw up a guild or something or do, you know. Yeah. 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 There maybe, you go. Yeah, hey, yeah. you want to know what? Well, before we go on to the next news story. So Bless Unleashed, that was a news story, is coming to Xbox. Yeah. Coming soon. Um, but. I tried out the spicy. This is for you. I tried oh. out. That's right. The Wargroove DLC. Oh, oh he good. did. Yeah. How'd you like it? So first of all, it is amazing having uh, public lobbies for your matches. You just go in and say, "Hey, here's a match. I'm gonna make it." Boom. Who wants to play? Fog of War. <clears throat> yeah. Oh yeah. You can do it. There everything. you go. There it is. Um, but <laughs> they have the new characters, the new bosses. It's like there's two kids and the Scottish guy. There's a third guy that I haven't played yet. That's like a bad guy. The two, the Scottish guy and his kids are good guys. Their abilities are so cool. Like the big Scottish guy, his super is as a commander is he can knock a player he's adjacent to anywhere on the map. It does like half damage and then it knocks him anywhere on the map. So you just throw him far. So you can actually do it to your own players. Like That's the like hammer strategy. Throw. 
Dude, it's really cool. The kids have like an overtime healing. You can choose between I want to AOE heal or AOE burn. And like it gets higher and higher over time at like, let's say it goes three or four turns max. Yeah. It's really cool. But they also have the musketeer, which is basically a sniper. Mm. Holy. That's a game changer. <laughs> the sniper is a game changer because. Sorry. Oh, Whoa. I just coughed. His, okay. his range is 10 squares. It's basically the whole map. In a yeah, straight line. Is, yeah, that is a pretty big and range. It is awesome. It's just, oh, he just made the mistake of walking right in my path. Boom. That's see you cool. later. And think about that with Fog of War on. If you've got like a dog on a mountain somewhere, they don't see you and they're just getting sniped. They're like, what the heck? Oh, it would be glorious. Darn musketeers. It would be glorious. <laughs> uh, and then the thieves. The thieves is cool because it, it steals gold. And also, it steals gold from your opponent's houses. But it also turns that house neutral. So it's like a one-time steal, flips that house to neutral right away, and then you have to move, you know, you have to bring that gold back to a place that then gives you the money, but um, to like a, a bunker or whatnot. And best it's part, cool, it's, all, all, it's free. all free. It's all free. Wargroove DLC. Yeah. Wargroove is so good. Chucklefish. But Spicy, you'd enjoy it. I think the additions change the game in a way that makes it really, really interesting. Yeah, cool. Well, it's my game of the year last year. Game of the year. Uh, there you it's go. The best. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Next up. Sea of Thieves came out with their new monthly update called the Cruise of Rage. There's a crazy chest. There's that, a uh, new chest. Crazy stuff yeah. Here. So um, people are probably familiar with like the grog chest and the crying yeah. chest. Like the grog chest makes you drunk when you carry it. The uh, the crying chest cries and you got to bail out water of your ship. This chest, uh, it's uh, it gets real angry. <laughs> the uh, yeah. chest of rage, right? Yeah. What it does is it slowly charges up, and when it reaches its full charge. It will actually explode fire in uh, in basically a uh, 360 degree direction everywhere. Oh. So if it's on your ship, it'll light your ship on fire, which sucks. <laughs> now <clears throat> you can combat that by as it's charging up, you can grab some water and pour it on it. You know, cool it down a little bit because yeah. they're getting angry, or you can throw it in the ocean, cool it down. Right. So it's just another cool, fun chest that you can uh, that you have to keep an eye out for. Uh, now I was watching. I think it was one of Major Nelson's. This week on Xbox, he said he's excited to see how players use it against each other. And I didn't even yeah. think of that. Because like, you, you, you can shoot it. Too, or you, you can stow it off. You can stow, stow it on, on someone's, someone's ship. ship. Like, hey, we just gave up a chest, but watch, their ship's on fire now. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> because uh, when your ship's on fire, if there's a lot of fire, it's it's not so much that it's hard to put out. It's the fact that it does a ton of damage to you, the player. Right? Oh, so yeah. It's, so, see, you got to throw water on it. Oh, cool Keep it, it down. Cool. Keep it cool. Keep it cool. Uh, but anyway, new cosmetics. Uh, I think there's some Valentine stuff that you can get. Uh, some Wild Rose stuff. There's some new clothing items for your pets, which is really fun. It's, it's just kind of their their usual monthly update. I think they've added the rest of the uh, the books that you can search for, and and so I haven't played Sea of Thieves in a few weeks, so I'm a little bit behind. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, new uh, new stuff with the monthly update. It actually that chest stuff is uh, well worth it. There is just Pretty so cool. much to do now, and there really is. Well there's done, quite, rare. There's quite a bit. This game has just evolved into really a game of its own, right? Yeah. Like it's just they're doing they're doing something with the skeleton forts in this one. All the skeleton forts have gone dormant. There's only uh, one, except for one, yeah, one which is active. out in the uh, Devil's Roar, uh, which is a pretty intense. So I think what's cool is <clears throat> ever since they released the the new Tall Tale uh, this this past little while, I feel like they're almost telling a story with all their updates. So like all the skeletons are going to one island for what reason? We'll find out maybe. And like you know what I mean, stuff like yeah, that, like right? That. So it's it's pretty. That we still have the mysterious stranger that came in and stuff like that. There's uh, if you're watching live, there's some of the cosmetics for your pets. But uh, no, 
pretty uh, pretty uh, cool monthly update. It is. It is. The Sea of Thieves, well done. <laughs> they just keep crushing it. Crushing it. Oh, All right. <clears throat> Next so story. Good for your heart, bad for your wallet. Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I knew, yeah. it. I knew it. Kingdom Hearts. Oh, man. I got You're like, okay? Uh, yeah, I'm dying. I'm, yeah, I'm choking. Take a drink of water. I'm just, I'm just so excited. Take a drink of water, So man. Kingdom Hearts 1.5, 2.5 Remix, and Kingdom Hearts 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue are now on Xbox Live, which brings nine Kingdom Hearts experiences <laughs> to the Xbox. Almost everything. It is everything. Oh, it is everything? Yeah. That's everything, guys. Yeah. So, I know uh, that. There's so many Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, that's it. So we have all the Kingdom Hearts now on Xbox, which is great. Uh, we also have the new DLC coming out in a little while for Kingdom Hearts 3, oh, which is great as well. And but is Kingdom Hearts 3 on Game Pass? Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Game yes, Pass, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute, game. but we got a lot or of cool. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, we got a lot of cool Game Pass stuff coming. But 1.5, 2.5, and 2.8 <laughs> Final Chapter Prologue are now on Xbox One. They are unfortunately two separate purchases. Oh. I think 1.5, 2.5. I got it. It's 50 bucks. Uh, and then. For each or? I think 2.8 Final Chapter Prologue is actually 60 bucks. So that Ooh. was $10 more. They are crushing it yeah. in the making money department. Yep, they sure are. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so so I, I really wish they would have done something like a. Uh, I understand again, you know, you got to make money, right? But uh, I wish they would have done like something. Like a collection. Yeah. I would under, I would have wished they would have done something like a, like a final mix type thing where they're all combined for 60 and bucks. Maybe they will. I mean? And then you'll be pissed. And then I'll be, yeah, I'll be like, oh, are you kidding me? So, well, that would but, be funny. Uh, but that's that's usually how it goes. So uh, how long does it for someone that has never played these and wants to play it to catch up to then be able to play Kingdom Hearts three? How many hours are they looking at? A lot investing here. There, I don't think it's hours. I think it's years. It's years. Really? Really? So Whoa. how it is, uh, Mark? If you pause it on this screen, once that guy gets rid of that right there. So this is one point five, two point five. They actually have it in the best order. It starts out with Kingdom Hearts one, then Chain of Memories, then so it's in chronological so, storytelling. No, okay. it's in. <laughs> It's well, in. I don't understand the order then. So, okay. So, uh, Kingdom Hearts. You don't. You, you never <laughs> did. No, no. no, we had to explain it on the stream when I was streaming it this, this, uh, this, uh, <laughs> this time or this week. Anyway, so Kingdom Hearts, the very first one, that is where it all starts. That is the best one to start with. That's okay. the game that started it all. That's where you first meet Sora. That's, that's the best place to start. Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories is the next step in that story. It takes place right after number one. Now, when this game first launched, it was a Game Boy Advance game. So not a lot of people played it, which oh. made Kingdom Hearts 2 incredibly confusing for the first two hours oh. of the game. So anyway, Because you hadn't played it on yeah. the... So not a lot of people played it, but they they remastered it. It's it's all 3D. It's still got some of the elements from the Game Boy Advance, like the okay. card system and stuff. Mm -hmm. But anyway, so that's the next best one to play. Then Kingdom Hearts 358 over two days is actually just a cinematic movie. It just shows all the cutscene because it was released on the DS. It runs concurrent with Chain of Memory, so they run at the same time, uh, timeline-wise. It was on the DS, and we all know how the DS worked with the two screens. It's really hard to emulate that onto a console because that second screen was used for a lot of gameplay elements. Oh, so okay. it's basically just story and cutscenes that you can watch. It's essentially like so. A, it's basically no gameplay. Yeah, it's it's a movie, right? Which after playing one and Chain of Memories, you may want to sit back and watch a movie. You know what I mean? Then we get into, in my opinion, probably the best game in the series, Kingdom Hearts Two, Ooh. which continues the story. Obviously further, right? Which is fantastic. Then you get into Birth by Sleep. This one is chronologically the first game. This takes place before the events of Kingdom Hearts 1 and basically sets up... It essentially gives like you a lot... Like watching the Clone Wars. Yeah, it, it, uh, it gives you a lot of lore okay. right? that you need. I would wait. Some people say, oh, you can play that first because technically it's the first one. I would wait 
Uh, I think this game is better experience after beating Kingdom Hearts 2, in my personal it's opinion. like drinking water from yeah. a fire hydrant? Yes. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's better experienced after, right? Okay. And then yeah. you have Recoded, which is actually just kind of a side game. It was originally a phone game, uh, and then they ported it over. Same same scenario. Just a scenario. Lot of, same scenario as uh, 358 over two days. It's just a bunch of cutscenes and like a movie. So anyway, I would play it in the order they have listed, and I think that's the best way to play it. Then you get into... 2.8 final chapter prologue which is dream drop distance an actual full cgi movie that's actually really good oh, yeah go. and then you have the uh um i think it's uh birth by sleep a fragmentary passage so uh and then we can talk about those ones if you want but no i think it's just good know. to know that kingdom hearts is now yeah, all it's, on it's here Xbox. it's here so that's a lot that's of a games summary yeah, yeah. a lot of games kingdom hearts is now here. speaking of it really is a good speaking series. of all things like mickey mouse you want to know what is hilarious is the like cartoon network mickey mouses oh dude, i'm watching them on the weird. disney plus yeah dude they're weird. they're hilarious yeah. goofy they make goofy like this, like this homeless dude hick, yeah and he's hilarious they're they are hilarious uh my, it's the one thing that I can watch with my kids. And yeah, it's kind of like the the animation is kind of like the old Ed Ed Nettie animation. Like it's yeah. something you got to get used to. Or like Ren and Stimpy. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like, love yeah, Ren and yeah, Stimpy. Yeah. But it's like Mickey Mouse, and it is hilarious. It's I don't I don't I don't know who does them. They're really short. They're like ten minutes long skits, but yeah, they're, they're hilarious. Funny. Game Pass. We do yeah. have Game Pass news. It was huge. We yes. have some huge things coming to so Game Pass. So speaking of Kingdom Hearts, we now get Kingdom Hearts three. <laughs> Boom. On Game Pass. On Game Pass. That's huge. Best which value is the in last game in the trilogy. Best value in gaming. Oh, it down, is. No question. So asked. not only do we get Kingdom Hearts three, we also get Ninja Gaiden two Ooh. as a backward compatibility one. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we get appeal. Yakuza zero. Oh, Yakuza. So Yakuza uh, has never been before on Xbox. You want to experience the Yakuza series. This was traditionally on PlayStation. It's a big game. Uh, has a very popular following. Yeah. You can now experience it. Yeah, on it's coming to Game, game Pass. Pass. Yeah. Then we got Wasteland remastered. A wasteland. Okay. We got Jackbox Party Pack Three, the party and pack. this I think is going to be a little sleeper title because actually it looks like a lot of fun. What is but that? we have Two Point Hospital. Oh, I've never uh, played which that. Which is kind of like a, from what it looks like, it's kind of like a build your own hospital type of thing. Oh, okay. I so, which, that. Is, which actually looks like a fun little game. Build your own hospital. And kind then, of thing. And kind of thing. Don't don't help the patients. Yeah, I mean that's all your prerogative. One of those, one of those scenarios. I only help people with money. <laughs> very good Jordan. Yeah. Uh, anyway game pass though yeah game pass it. super good there you go jumping over to rainbow six siege oh some new they're stuff coming, coming out rainbow with six. some new stuff so that new stuff is the uh ping system 2.0 is on its way yeah I know, with the new update yeah. and that basically they're trying to mimic a- apex's ping system They've sold. They had. A, they've. They had ping system 1.0. Now ping system 2.0 is coming. Um, it only works for gadgets right now. Like gadgets that you have can ping. Um, but it is a step in the right direction. They want it to. The community manager has ta- in Rainbow Six has talked about bringing it um, slowly, like because it's such a big game. So they want to make sure they do it right. So not yeah. dropping all these features in the ping system all at once. But dude, every game from here on out will have an Apex like ping system. It's just too good not to have. Agreed. Yeah. So, on top Void, of the pink system, though. Yeah, yeah Void, look at that pink system. We're watching the gameplay right now. It looks really good. Yeah. The new update is going to be called Void's Edge. It introduces it introduces two new operators. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it. Uh, I believe it revamps one of their maps as well. But we'll just talk about the operators for now. Yeah. So the first operator is going to be Oryx. He's your defender operator. This guy's legit. He's going to be my character. He's going to be your. His guy. power is. 
it's basically dash, but you can dash through walls. Oh, I like, like that. Unreinf- walls that aren't reinforced, you can basically, you go, rah, and then you just smash through it. He's like, halt. Foos do rah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, actually, it's actually really hilarious. Um, he does get stunned when he goes through the walls, and that's kind of how they balance it, and then it does take him a minute to pull back up his, his weapon, so it, you know, it's, I assume that's how they balance it, right? But another ability that he can do is he can jump. So you know how above you, you'll have like doors, like yeah. uh, trap doors in the ceiling. Yeah. He can jump up on those. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, so he doesn't have to go upstairs. If there's a hole, he can just jump up the hole. He can peek, and then he can run up and uh, oh, go Oh, that's a cool it. ability. So, so that's that really cool. That would be cool. really handy. Yep, really cool. And then we have the attacker. Um, I'm going to call her Anna with a silent eye at the beginning. Oh. So I At the beginning? Yeah. Wait, how do you spell it? I-A-N-A. Iana. Iana. Okay, I'm going to call her Anna. (laughs) Hey, you can call her whatever you want. (laughs) She's your character. Yeah, she's my character. (coughs) Anyway, she, uh, her, her, uh, ability. Wait, (laughs) hold on. Try to, oh, yeah, struggling there. I think, so hers is the, I think it's called the Gemini Replicator. Basically, she sends out, uh, she's, um, what's his face from, what is his face? From Apex. She sends out a hologram. Oh, Mirage. Yeah, yeah. She's like, she's like their version of Mirage. So, so she'll send out an hologram. There's like that, that like you had dummies that you would stand stationary. So with hers, you actually control. Oh, that's the hologram and you can run around and, you know, if, if you stand over, I think, uh, like, a there's things that can counter it like gadgets. If it gets shot once it just disappears. Right. But, um, anyway. Guys, how have we not played more Rainbow Six together? It's It's a good, they're they're really keeping up with it very well. It's so good. We need to play together, guys. Let's play Rainbow Six. Let's yeah, do it. so when you use her her Gemini replicator, it uh, creates the clone of her, right? The There it is right there. You guys can see it. There it is, yeah. yeah. Um, obviously, I don't think the clone can fire, you know, <laughs> but uh, it, it lasts for 15 seconds. Oh, there's the dude. There's the dude yeah, that there's climbed dude up. peeking up, so. Uh, see, the, it'd be seemed too easy to counter him, though. But see, well, and that's, that's the thing. They, I feel like they do a really good job with their operators because there's... Maybe there is. I haven't played in a while, but it seems like there's no overpowered operator. You no, know what I mean? Like everybody has their tool set and is useful well, for their application. Well, when when push comes to shove, it's about gunplay. It well, yeah, doesn't yeah. matter. Operators aren't as big of a deal as being good with the gunplay and map knowledge. Map uh-huh. knowledge in Rainbow Six is huge. Like knowing what walls can be smashed through, what hallways and corridors people are coming down, and then being able to watch those. If you've got map knowledge, that's that's the ultimate. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Rainbow Six doing really good. So they, um, th- this isn't out just yet. Um, I think it's on their testing servers right now. And from what I hear, they usually, um, it's usually on the testing servers for about three weeks or so. Um, it started on the testing server on February seventeenth. So by that math, roughly, maybe we can expect it around the week of March 9th. But not for sure. That's just kind of the pattern they've yeah. used in the past. So coming out soon. March is actually tuning up to be a pretty big month. Uh. The other game that this reminds me of that we only really played at the beginning when it came out is For Honor. We yeah. should jump into the, some For Honor. Yeah, we haven't played For Honor in a long time. Sword I think smashing. they I think they have like battle passes now. Oh yeah, stuff. again, and, yeah. this another another game but that Ubisoft has just continually to support and and continues to crush it in the multiplayer mode, in the multiverse. 
in the, the Ubi, multiverse. The Ubisoft multiverse. Yeah, they have a good multiverse. They, they do. The next game that I'm looking forward to is their Skull and Bones. Who knows what happened is happening with that? Yeah, I, I don't know. We played that. that we played that at E3 two years ago. Two right? years ago, and it was fun. I I really enjoyed that game. Yeah, a it lot. was way fun. It's like they took and it never came out. I know. <laughs> What's going on? Ubisoft, <laughs> bring that to your multiverse. <laughs> to your multiverse. Oh, Next news story. Fortnite. Oh, big news. Big The big uh, Fortnite. Fortnite drop. Chapter 2 Season 2 is now live, which uh, brings a new battle pass, brings uh, some uh, changes around the map, and uh, the theme this this battle pass is spies. Yeah, it was very James Bondish. Yeah, very cool. Now, they did add a few things around the map. There's Wait, can a- we talk about the way they launched this, though? Again, yeah. in Fortnite fashion, they dropped posters and billboards across the world. And it was the Fortnite black. It was a black Fortnite logo with a gold handprint on top of it, and there was a phone number, and you could call the phone number, and there would be a voicemail that you could listen to. And so people were doing it, and it was basically like, "Agents, get ready to agents. You've been called to do this, this, yeah. and this, right?" So really cool. Really, they cool know stuff. how to. They know how to do stuff. <laughs> but uh, anyway, what, one thing I thought was kind of cool is they added these areas around the map, uh, and those areas have henchmen in them. Yeah. Now henchmen are. Uh, NPCs, non-playable characters, that you can kill. Now, when you kill those henchmen, you can actually take them to certain locked doors and use their, you know, thumbs or whatever to unlock that door and then go into that door and stuff like that. They also have, uh, I think, boss versions. Let's let's uh, boss versions of these henchmen who, if you kill, they'll drop key cards <laughs> that then unlock special loot areas and stuff like mm. that. Those aren't they're not all over the map from what it sounds like. They're in just certain areas of the map. But uh, I think the presentation this time around is one of the best they've done. Oh, it looks good. If you look it at the looks, main menu and I, like it's it just looks really cool. Yeah, and so these are like missions basically that you're now being able to go into and play. Yeah, I I actually had <laughs> standalone basically when this, right. Like well, standalone I actually missions. had a craving to play Fortnite this week. I oh. think I might jump into it. Oh, I mean it's free to play. It is. There's it a free to play game that but, makes more money than uh, a lot I'm, of games. I've been talking to people who, who who have already jumped into Chapter Two and they love it. They they think it's really good. So well done, well yeah. done. And I think this is the direction. This is the next iteration of Battle Royales too. Is adding these NPCs, these NPC mission, these NPC players and characters into kind of like what a Tarkov does, right? With scabs, scabs yeah. or uh, I mean, Fortnite has already done it starting out and now they have these these like separate missions in game uh i think apex will probably go there eventually like could you imagine a boss fight with a titan in the middle of a map that gives (laughs) you that gives you like the best the best armor or something right i think this is the next iteration of the battle royale genre and i think fortnite is leading the way so well done fortnite they know what they're doing that's for sure oh yeah so i almost jumped into no man's sky this week i was sitting there yeah Talking the new bionic ship, the uh, living, living ship. Sorry, living ship yeah. uh, is the next news story. Yeah, so made th- me want to jump into Elite Dangerous Minecraft combo. I'm there. Well, I don't know. No Man's Sky. We had fun when we played the like a more one- arcadey Elite Dangerous. Why not? Well, we had a lot of fun when we played that for when it first launched on oh, Xbox. Yeah. When we had that first <laughs> update out. Oh yeah. Um, I didn't jump in for that next update they had or this one, but maybe I will. But. The living ship update. Basically, yeah. you can have organic ships now. You hatch your little shipling yeah. as a little baby ship. It has organs and stuff, which are kind of your ship mods, yeah. if you will. You uh, you grow your They're ship. living ships. You grow your ship like you do a child, and it grows up, and eventually the you can fly. The first ship that they show here looks a lot like it's basically the, the Halo 
ship that yeah, you well, jump into. Yeah, well, it's basically, I think, how the Zerg works. Yeah, that's kind of like, what it is. They hatch their little, <laughs> like, this guy will be an overlord one day, but he can fit in the palm of my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah one day. Yeah, yeah. And then, I'll be but one day, he'll be an overlord. inside and yeah. fly him. Yeah. Whoa. That's what it is. It's an organic ship. It's basically the Zerg. Yes. So, anyway, No Man's Sky, I feel like, is doing a really good job. They're coming out with updates. They surely haven't given up. No, they haven't. And uh, I do kind of want to jump into it again. This makes me want to play this or Elite Dangerous. <laughs> like, Well, do you know what's crazy is like every sci-fi game, want, I get the vibe to, or I get the, the craving to play Elite Dangerous. Elite yeah. Dangerous is so good. Oh, it's, so, it's because of the serious... Ness. And the well, economy, and like the built-in no, economy. You can do whatever you want. I am a space explorer. Yeah. You are. You are. You, are. you, I really, you literally are. <laughs> yeah. I, you can. And, and now, and you Elite have the Dangerous, test. Elite Dangerous, they have the giant ships where we can all be on one ship now yeah. if you make enough money as a pirate. And you have the Thrustmaster now, too. So I you do, do have the Thrustmaster. Yeah. Oh, look at that thing. Oh. So what is what am I looking at right here? What is this? It's like a amoeba thing. This, I think, is the beginning. This is like the gameplay of someone playing Trying through the tutorial the of the ship. organic ship. Yeah, we've not yet seen the organic ship. If you I'm sure if you fast forward there, you'll be able to see. If, in fact, if you type in organic ship or living ship you mean, update trailer. It is will, this not it? No, that's not it. No, no, we want. This is like normal uh, gameplay that we're seeing. We want, we want the trailer. Yo, I want to see. Be, it's right there, there, right there. That's yeah, it. Right there. Okay, that's okay, it. Right there. Okay, okay. We're yeah, watching watch, the trailer. Watch live. this. It will remind you of a ship in Halo. All I'm. That's all I'm saying. I think it's a Zerg. No, you'll see. It will remind. It reminds me of a ship in Halo. A very. So yeah, we're watching the the No Man's Sky Living Ship official trailer. If you guys want to, that are there listening, it is. Oh, check there this it out is. later. Check that that looks pretty cool. Doesn't that look cool? Yeah, that looks pretty cool. But when he first sweet. saw that, it it's was totally just, a Zerg a Overlord ship, yeah. dude. Watch when he jumps in, and you're like, "Whoa, hey, that reminds me of something." Look at that. Oh, that's cool. That is cool. Yeah. Describe what you're what you're looking at. It looks it's an organic living ship. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. fair enough. Well, well son of a god, kind of makes you feel a little awkward. It when does. You're, when you're behind it. When David I'm, describes it like that. I'm inside this bad boy. <laughs> and flying. Look at right there, right there. Doesn't that remind you of Halo? That, that reminds looks me of Halo. So good. It looks cool though. Holy cow, that looks awesome. This made me want to play No Man's Sky. Oh. Yeah, man, oh. I have to pull that game out again. Damn. A banshee, yes. That's what reminds me of a banshee right there. Dude, and look at when it like, oh, it's so good. Sci-fi well done, No Man's so Sky. Good. Well done. I just, uh, round of applause. That's me. That's no, me that's saying David congratulations. The, uh, so in the update, it does say you have to grow <laughs> an organic spaceship. Which is really cool. So it starts out as just a little shipling. Yeah, I wonder how large it gets. I don't know. That's what she said. Dep- oh, <laughs> snap. Nailed it. Anyways, Hello Games yeah, does yeah. does it well done. Uh, is that our last news story of the day? Yeah, that's our last news story of the day. That brings us to the next last segment of our show. This is the portion of the show where we take your questions. To submit a question, you can do so each and every single week over on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash positive gaming or x1bros.com forward slash support. Our first question comes from the one and only Super Shark, a.k.a. Joel Van Egbert. He says, with Geoff Keighley leaving E3 after 25 years, do you think the conference is dying? What con will rise to replace E3? Will X1 be there in 2020? We will will be at E3 in 2020. And no, I don't think E3 is dying. I think it's evolving. I think it's changing. Uh, I don't think evolution is the same as extinction. And 
I think the numbers are there. You have every major developer there. You have every you have Microsoft. It's technically not there, but you have Microsoft the announcements. Yeah. Everything are there. Everything yeah. Twitch is there across the street. Like everybody is there. Uh, you have the highest numbers that have ever been attending E3. I think E3 is evolving. I do not think it's dying. Yes. Yeah. Anyone? Nope. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, yeah. Boom. There you go. Joel Van Ever, great question. Thank you very much for writing in. Kenobis Kryptonite writes in and says, seems to me like couch co-op is dying. He says, since we only have one Xbox in my home, I want to find a good couch co-op or split screen I can play with my son. What's some of your favorites? McSpicy, let's start with you. Couch co-op. First of all, Halo Master Chief Collection, I believe, you yes. can couch co-op. Yeah, 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 you still can. Yeah. And that would be a great one to sit down with your son and play through the Halos with. I think that's a fantastic experience right there. That would be my initial recommendation. I mean, it depends on his age, but yeah. Yeah, that would be my initial recommendation. No, just throw him in there. Just throw him in there. Two years <laughs> yeah. old, boom, go. Yeah. Uh, but no. Spicy, how about yourself? I mean, Lovers in a Dangerous Space Time is one of the best yeah, really co-op good. games fun. Uh, around. Uh, what's that uh, game? I played it with my wife many times. It's the the model you're walking around you're waddling around. Uh, world oh. fall flat. World yeah. fall flat. Uh, or people like fall flat. People fall flat. Human fall flat. Human, Human fall, fall flat. flat. Yes. Thank you. We wow. almost got there. Every this time. every suggestion we you closer. said, my brain went. Eh. We were getting closer. <laughs> nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Uh, Human fall flat. Uh, if they are really young, Human fall flat is an excellent game to you know co-op play. Um, you can be it's it's great for the person that knows what's going on because yeah. you can solve puzzles and the child is really enjoying themselves wandering around doing stuff. And right. another one that we always recommend is the Lego series. Yeah. You can always catch yeah. go up those. However, that one, depending on age, you've got to age and slash or if it's your wife, you got to let down set down some ground rules. Yeah. You've got to just sit back and recognize that they're probably not going to be efficient because of. When you play that oh, game like with your wife or something, and she's like off on the, you're like, what are you doing? What are, what are you do, what are you doing? Yeah, oh, well, yeah. I'm Everybody, hit, hit the that's... pause button. Pause. What's what's going on here? Yeah. Are we are we playing this together or because I see I'm doing the objective. I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. It's really funny. That's funny because I think. I don't know how many times I've been accidentally exploded because my, <laughs> yeah. I looked like a bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> and in that game, what makes it frustrating a little bit, but it's frustrating fun, I think, I don't know, is the fact that you're trying to get enough of enough of those stupid Lego coins. coins. Lego coins yeah. Yeah. So you can check off the list because it's a it's a total like achievement. It's like a collector's collector game. Game, yeah. 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 Um, Overcooked is a really good one as well. <laughs> And uh, yeah, oh. High Warriors in chat says, just don't start yelling at your child. Yeah, it's yes. pretty funny because you have to, because th when your customers are requesting tomato sandwiches <laughs> and the tomatoes aren't on the counter, you know, you get frustrated. But no, that, I mean, those are those are fun games. I think Human Fall Flat um, is for really young. Yeah. Uh, Lego can be really young as well. Those are really two great ones. And the great thing about Lego is the fact that it, they cover... Everything that your child probably enjoys. They cover superheroes, yeah. Star Wars, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. Yeah. They, they cover everything. Even Back to the Future they've done some stuff with, um, <laughs> which is probably good stuff for you, too, because, you know. Oh, yeah. I think Minecraft. But, is it Minecraft Couch Co-op, too? <coughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. It should, yeah. Um, so Minecraft's a good one. Um, yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of good games. And I would say uh, I don't think the, the Couch Co-op is, is necessarily dying. There's been a lot more recently. Um, 
within the last couple of years, which is really good. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, Anubis in chat uh, has some good good recommendations. He says Borderlands, Guacamole, Unravel Two, and Overcooked as well. And Fusion oh, Frenzy, Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy is backwards Frenzy. compatible. That's compatible right. now. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, anyways, great question, Kenobis Kryptonite. Thank you very much for writing in, Scott Matt. Matt Hot writes in and says, in response to the, quote, building audio gateways into immersive worlds with spatial sound, unquote, Microsoft's agenda item leak from GDC 2020 schedule. What are your thoughts on how important spatial sound is to a game? So GDC is coming. That's a game developers conference. And they have a whole thing where they're going to be talking uh, about spatial sound. Um, spatial sound basically is when you are in X location, you get X sound versus, you know, location Y. And I think for for the immersion factor, spatial sound is everything, right? Yeah. Sound, I have, just from a from a video creator standpoint, your video can suck. Your sound needs to be on point. Without sound, you're screwed. Like it doesn't matter how good your video is. And I think yeah. in gaming, it's probably that times a thousand. The importance of of spatial sound. Well, as far as immersion goes, right? Yeah, and immersion. I don't know if necessarily it's that big of a deal on a without headphones and without like a mm. you know serious yeah. sound system that you would have necessarily sure. right uh, but as far as immersion uh, sound is extremely powerful to get you into a game so I, I think if you're these are this sound is going to be really helpful and useful for game developers that make worlds games. yeah big yeah immersive exactly. games immersive oh. gameplay even um, I really enjoy kind of Tarkov sound space. Because they've, I think they did sound differently, although the engine's kind of, I mean, it's a beta, right? But um, sound is pretty much 90% of succeeding in that game, oh, right? Yeah, because yeah. you can hear everything around you, right? So sound is extremely important, right? So um, yeah, I really, really enjoy that. So yeah. innovations in sound benefits us as gamers yeah. huge, right? Uh, well, I'll tell you what, the game Ninja Theory did... Um, Sinuous Sacrifice and they did things with sound and storytelling that I've never seen done before mm -hmm. the game is literally telling you the story through like your right side of your ear cup your left side of your ear cup as you're as you're just walking and it's just crazy oh it was it's it's very cool what they did with sound that's not that's not spatial sound necessarily but that's just cool storytelling through sound that's completely different yeah. than I've, I've seen in a game I, so. I think sound is like your linebacker in football, mm, you know, it's like the spine. Yeah, it's, it's the center, the heartbeat. Well, it's not the most flashy person to pick up, you know, when you're like doing the draft or anything, but it's extremely important to pick up, you know, a good. You, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? I mm -hmm. think it's the hidden important piece. It's the offensive line. Yes. It's the offensive line. It's it's so extremely important to have the good sound. If you don't have good sound, like you said, then the game's. It, it, it's crippled. I really believe that. And you don't notice that, you know, if you're looking at football players or anything like that, like th it's the hidden gem of these games. So it may not seem as flashy as, you know, ray tracing or, mm, you yeah. know, graphical updates 60 or frames per second. Yeah. You know, that kind of power and just the raw. It's not as flashy as your wide receiver or your big quarterback or your running back, but without an offensive line, <laughs> none of those things. Correct. Exist. The sound is, is so important and it's it's really cool that we're getting uh you know getting updates to sound so that's actually a really big deal to me so yeah agreed great question scott thank you very much for writing in kaiju or dope writes in and says uh 
With Sony dropping out of PAX East so last minute, do you think they had a setback with the PS5? Or do you think it's really the worry about contracting the coronavirus? They said they're not going to PAX East because of the coronavirus that's taking place. I have been seeing some things that say that depending on, because they're so tied to China and manufacturing and stuff, that depending on how this coronavirus is working, it could delay the launch of the PlayStation 5 until 2021. Where does Microsoft make its console? I don't I don't know, but they must be more diversified. Mars. America. <laughs> the US of A. No, uh Put that flag on there. So I think I I'm not sure if there's a setback with the PS5. I don't think unless Jordan, do you know anything? I don't Yeah, I don't I don't think I don't think that that's yet to be seen, but I do know I have Rumors, seen you know, a couple right. news stories talking about just from a manufacturing standpoint that this could set it back. But if you're a company as big as Sony, I would imagine well, you're diversified is, enough to have multiple operations, multiple places around the world. Yeah, I think so as that. well. They, they, I, I don't know why they dropped it. I don't want to say it's the coronavirus because we have Sony America. Why wouldn't you yeah. just send the American team to PAX East? You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah, Nintendo America, right? So you do think it's something with the PlayStation Well, 5? I don't know if it's something with the PlayStation 5. Sony feels to me like they want to control... <laughs> Their, their own thing, you know what I mean, and and I get that. It's like what Microsoft's doing; they go to E3, but they're at their own place doing well, and their I think, own thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Talking about this, talking to this question, Kaiju, uh, I do think there was a news story this week that dropped. Now that I think about it, uh, of a Sony executive saying their release time schedule is going to be similar to, and their reveal schedule is similar to the PlayStation Three or PlayStation Four. Mm-hmm. Which, if that's correct. We should get a reveal here in the next couple of weeks, yeah. basically. Yeah. So maybe they're gearing up for a reveal, and then they'll host their own events. Maybe that's something that's going to be happening. No, I, yeah, I think like they'll do it at PlayStation Experience or something like that, yeah. right? Guys, I'm really interested for the reveal because we still don't know the full specs of both consoles. No, a lot of I'm, leaks. Some leaks came this week saying it looks like PlayStation could be bigger. Then other leaks came this this week saying nope, definitely Xbox is bigger. See, and that's what I want to know. Who is because you guys have you guys have told me they said you you said. Phil Spencer said he will does not want to lose that. Yeah, uh, yeah, he, he wants title. to be the most powerful console, and I think the way they're set up, having like the tiers of console, you you can have the most powerful one, then you can have a lesser one, right? Yeah. But I mean, it's still it's still fat. I mean, I love it when big companies just they're they're when playing they with each out, other. Yeah, yeah you're like, oh, they, yeah. when they one up each other. <laughs> yeah. Just, yep. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Because I wonder if they haven't signed, you know, because you know how they usually go with like AMD chipsets and like they sure. always buy their stuff in bulk. I wonder if they're like waiting like, OK, we haven't signed with Samsung yet for RAM because we were waiting to see what their RAM is. You oh, know? Yeah. Who are they using for Are RAM? they using four gigs? OK, Samsung at eight. Go. Yeah. <laughs> that's go. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm sure it's a shoot by the hip kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Our dev kids are already out there with six, but let's throw in 16. <laughs> uh, uh, no, great question, though, Kaiju or Dope. It's, it is going to be a fa- This is why it's a fascinating year. It's a great year to be. It's a console launch year. Oh, what what makes exciting. me really wonder is because obviously developers have dev kits, right? So they, they know what's in the console. I'll bet you, um, and that, and with Randy Pitchford making his comments about the Xbox, like he knows what's in both of them, right? Yeah. He can, obviously can't say it or else he'll get in a lot of trouble, but that's why I'm like, why is he so mad at Microsoft? Like what, what did they do to make him upset? You know what I mean? Like he's really, yeah, he's angry. Yeah. Like I'm like, what, what dev kit does he have? Did they send him like the beta dev kits? You know? Like, what? Well, I mean, that's what they are. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. What do they do? They're doing? definitely not alpha. <laughs> <laughs> No, uh, like, he's just—he's really upset. 
at Microsoft for some reason. I think the guy's hilarious. There's probably some personality clashes there, I'm sure. And if he was on a reality TV show, I think that'd be good TV. But I just, I don't know why he's yeah, so upset. Why don't we have a game dev reality TV? Like Big Brother? Because it'd just be people sitting in front of a computer all day. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you could create drama, like... Just go to Twitch. Here comes, here comes Habib. Did you just see what the Rockstar developer did to the Remedy developer? Yeah, did you see that? <laughs> Sue got to work today, but things weren't normal. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yeah, it would. I'd watch it. People are like blowing up and having. Spicy, you were going to say something. Oh yeah, I can't remember what I was oh, oh. Was it but something was... about a developer oh, was, reality? I'm TV wondering. Show? No, I remember what I was going to say. I'm wondering. Do Do you think dev kits give a range of possible specs? Yeah, I would think so. Oh, like, do you think they don't have like the actual possible specs? I mean, like... they have something to start from, but do you think they go? There's a possibility that this will be cranked up by. You know, a thousand gigahertz or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, or yeah. there's more RAM potentially going to be on this, depending on if the other guy, if the blue guys. Yeah, yeah I know. would imagine. And then do you think there's multiple dev kits? So for instance, this is dev kit 1.0, but now we just got dev kit 5. Like, whoa, oh, look at this thing, oh, right? smokes. Oh, this one can launch the next spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I have no idea how any of that works. I would I would think that it was, but I don't know. You no, know? that's really interesting because I've heard stories about no, I think you're right because I've heard stories about uh, when they were developing Gears of War for the 360, and um, I think its name is More was the head over Xbox at that time, right? Yep. And they were they were talking about Gears of War and Unreal or Epic came in at the time. It was like Cliff Blazinski and a couple other people that said, "Hey, look, this is what Gears of War looks like on 256 megabytes of RAM, and this is what it looks like on because they were deciding what they wanted to put in there." So I think it is something like that. It's potential like, hey, this is a rough range of specs that we're going to go with. Develop this is so you can develop. You know I mean? But keep in mind, you may be able to crank that up a little bit. Now, right? I think at that point, I mean, Microsoft and Epic were really close to each other. So maybe they had different. But but they did talk about like, oh, we, we went for this spec because the more RAM made Gears of War look better. Right. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know what I mean? So great. Fascinating. Great question, though. Kai Jordan. Thank you very much. For writing in, Matt Balzi writes in, Mr. Matt Bailey, and he says, this is also along the lines, sorry, of next-gen consoles. This is very interesting. He says, Ed Boone, co-creator of Mortal Kombat, recently tweeted the results of a poll titled, Next-Gen Consoles, What's the Most Important Thing for You? The results from over 50,000 responses were interesting, with price being the most important factor, followed closely by backwards compatibility, better graphics was third, and then way back in last place was exclusive games. Ed Boone commented that he was surprised exclusives were so far down the list. However, personally, I am not surprised at all, and this validates my own opinion. Once you're invested in an ecosystem, exclusives become irrelevant. My own game library contains literally hundreds of fantastic non-exclusive games. That's enough to keep me busy for a lifetime. I'm not interested if Sony have a couple of extra games that aren't on an Xbox. What's important to me is that I can carry on playing the games I've invested so much time and money in. So my question, is it time for PlayStation to finally acknowledge that exclusivity is no longer the valid argument sorry playstation fanboys to acknowledge that exclusivity is no longer a valid argument i mean i think it is so exclusives give people a reason to come to you exclusives exclusives sell you get bring new people into your system i think that that poll is indicative that people and and another reason that exclusives might be so far down um Oh, sorry. That's not Matt Bailey. That's not Matt Palsy. It's Matt Matt Bailey. I'm dyslexic. That question's from Matt Bailey. I apologize. Uh, I think that exclusives bring new people in, and I think that this this 
is testament that once you're in an ecosystem, it is hard for you to leave an ecosystem because that's where mm-hmm. your friends are. Yep. You're invested in your game library is there, but exclusives are what bring new users into your your ecosystem i mean look at like the witcher how many netflix subscriptions did the witcher get how many how many um that's the exclusive to netflix right how many people did hbo get to their ecosystem because of games of throne game of mandalorian the mandalorian disney right it's the same concept with with video games with exclusive video games so i think it's 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 a valid argument in the respect that it brings new people to your system. And I think I think the name of the game is the game, Console Wars. It's it, it's true. It's true today. Like, I think it will remain to be true. Well, I actually I, think it's going to be more important as we leave the console generation. And it does become about um, the ecosystem. Like, I'm Game Pass. What's on Game Pass? What is being offered? What's the exclusives? Mm-hmm. Boom. Okay. I'm there. No, exclusives definitely don't hurt your console. No, I mean it proves not at all. It proved, and I also think when you look at numbers, I mean PlayStation crushed Xbox this generation because of those exclusives. I think there was a little more to it. It's an that's interesting, an poll. interesting poll. Yeah. It really is. I mean, it shows. But here's the thing: because it's asking about next gen consoles, what's most important to you? When you're talking about next gen consoles, you're thinking horsepower and horsepower. Stuff like that. Yeah, I'm not. Your exclusives really are an afterthought when I'm thinking, what do I want in the next generation? I want next generation shit. <laughs> and I want which to bring my big, old stuff with me. Big balls and backwards compatibility. Yeah. Then exclusives are almost an afterthought. Well, so exclusives, I don't even think should be long in that. Well, because it's, you're not. Exclusives yeah, are titles, exclusive right? to. The blue or the green, right? Yeah. Or you the know, red. it's or the red. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. So exclusives are to those, not the actual individual <sighs> hardware devices that you're getting. Although that does c- come into effect a little bit, but I think that was kind of a disingenuous pull to put that on that list because I don't think it's apples to apples. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, just think, you know what I mean. I think it's it's one of those poll questions that I think you're asking. To try to find out, hey, what is most important to you in the next generation? But I think the way people are looking at that question, exclusives, I think about me taking that poll, exclusives would be an afterthought for me because I'm thinking horsepower. I'm thinking next gen exclusive. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, for instance, if you're a PlayStation guy and you really want PlayStation VR to take off, you're thinking I want balls, right? I want that next. I want that VR to take it to the next level. (laughs) If you're an Xbox guy. You're thinking, I want to be the most powerful console. Like, it is all about power at this point. So I can see it just, it's just an interesting, it shows more about the mindset of people thinking about the next generation, yeah. I think, more than what is important to people in a console. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. Regardless, Matt Bailey, that's a int- very interesting question. Thank you very much. I want to go and look it was up an interesting poll. poll. It's, it was on yeah. Twitter, I think. Yeah, it was. Ed Boone, it was well, Ed like, Boone announced it uh, for Mortal Kombat on yeah. Twitter, the results of it. So very cool. Uh, Matt Bailey, very interesting perspective as well. Uh, uh, and I'll be honest, exclusive. whenever I hear exclusive, it kind of pisses me off. Oh, really? Yeah, because I either can play it or I can't play it. Exclusive. Well, but, if, but when you say, like... 16 gigs of RAM, you know. Oh, oh yeah, that's, that's hot. That yeah, ooh, that's sexy. You know what I mean? DDR. Ooh, yeah, you know, all that stuff. <laughs> but so I think that exclusives is not exactly a pretty word when it comes to what are you excited about? Oh, I see. I you, see what you you're You know saying. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Anyways, I don't know. Because it's not inclusive. <laughs> well, oh. Exclusive. <laughs> <laughs>
Anyways, that's a really good question. Again, thank you very much, Matt Bailey, for writing in. Clinton Lloyd writes in and says, Hey, little bro peeps, with the awesomeness of Netflix, excuse me, Witcher series comes a rekindled desire to dust off my old save game and dive back into the wild hunt, as is the desire to many of us. Well done, Clinton. He says, So, I load her up, loosen my belt, top up my chip bowl, grab a Pepsi, and bam! I have no idea what I'm doing, and I need to start over. <laughs> yeah. What games have you guys needed to start over from the beginning because they were too hard to pick up where you left off? Any game like the like a Red Dead Redemption, if you step away from that game halfway through and have to come back in, you're going to be lost as well. The Witcher has that. I restarted Witcher this week. Oh, good for you. Yeah. yeah. That's not a relaxing game. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. When you were asking me for relaxing I need games, a relax. I told you that one I, that I... I need a relaxing game in my life. I mean, maybe it could be if you just... If you went, slow, if you just yeah, we had took your play I, some I think, Gwent. <laughs> yeah, that is interesting. Play, play I Gwent. mean, Diablo is a game that's you know that you come back to. David's restarted Diablo like fifteen, which times. is hilarious because you don't need. It's like designed. It's to designed not. so you don't <laughs> have to. Yeah, yeah, so. But that first time story playthrough, I wanted to experience it raw yeah. and fresh. Yeah. No, I, but Witcher, I've, I'm on my fourth. You just yeah. start over. So fourth, this, fourth, fourth time. Did you start over again? He's only played it eight hours at a time. Yeah, yeah. I think I have like sixty hours in that game. It's all in eight hours. I think the most, I think the most recent game I restarted was Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, because I I jumped into it after a while and I didn't know what was happening. Yeah, there was stuff going on that I don't remember doing. So I restarted. That's a game you restarted Odyssey. Yeah, and then I caught up to where I was. Like a hundred plus hour game. Yeah, well, not the campaign. Oh, did you 100%? I only know some of the no, story no, missions no, no. that you guys have talked about in that game. Are oh, there's hilarious. an achievement in that game that are hilarious. Yeah, there's some pretty funny They're moments in that game. Hilarious. But there's lots. Any big story game. Metal Gear's a great one. Yeah, Metal <laughs> yeah, Gear's one. I would like to actually would go have back. To restart that one. I would actually like to go back and do Even, Metal I, uh, Gear, and I'll have to restart that one because I don't remember anything. When I was playing it, I thought I'd restart it because I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Clinton, we've all been there, man, particularly with The Witcher. I think that's probably, I bet I bet you that's the most restarted game. It's got to be up there. Yeah, how because many times have you done the, the Baron? Size. Yeah, yeah, how many times have you done Because of just the size of that game. Uh, great question, though. Clinton Lloyd, thank you very much for writing in. Don't count on Daz. Ask if the community play is tomorrow. The community play is next Saturday. Yes. It is Saturday the 29th. Yes. Yes, Saturday the 29th. We're doing PUBG, PUBG. baby. Pub, we need to jump in and test it out before we do PUBG, it. PUBG, yeah, oh. so, that, so that we know it works because yeah, we're, we're, uh, we're shooting blind. Uh, might not. We're shooting blind here. Uh, next question comes from Cowlick. Cowlick writes in and says, I've been playing Wreckfest a lot lately oh, fun. and haven't heard many outlets talking about it. We talked about it when it first came out. Oof, that is a fun game. Uh, when you can strap an engine up to a couch yeah. and drive that couch around in a demolition der- derby, what what else do you need? What else do you need? Uh, he much. says, it's an enjoyable racer with a lot of destruction and plenty there to challenge you. It got me thinking, what are some some low-hyped games that released that ended up being a huge hit for you? Rec- rec- or Sorry, Wreckfest was one of those for me. Yeah. Basically, any indie game. I love it. I really games. like Astroneer. Oh, Astroneer. Yeah, that's a, there you go. Jordan. Binding of Isaac game. would be on my list right there. Yeah. It's Ooh. one of my favorite games of all time. FTL. I was just gonna say FDL. Uh, I never jumped into that, but a lot of people say I would love FDL. It's one of it's one of the best games ever made. It's so good. Mm. It is so good. When you look at it and you watch someone else playing it, you're confused as to what's what going on because it's managing like a ship, right? Yeah. Or yeah, the music's fantastic, and that's you know an indie game and everything. But it's it's the music's good. The music's so good, and then there's the replayability on that game. 
I don't know if there's any game that lets you replay that game as much as that one. Yeah. Uh, Graveyard Keeper, I feel like, is one that's low hype that yeah, you that would, really I didn't enjoy. even know that existed <laughs> yeah. at the time. And yeah. Yeah, there's lots of games like that. I feel like we're getting more and more, and Game Pass is really opening this up to more and more of experiencing and experimenting with those types of games. So yeah. it's, it is good. Yeah, there's a lot of those. But no, Wreckfest was one for me, Calic, that I definitely did. Just when I, that first time I fired up, I fired up my couch and I was driving down the the race the race track on, on my couch. I was dying laughing. It was <laughs> so, so you awesome. Know you're in for a good time, dude. It's so awesome. Uh, Josh Grotberg writes in and says, "What's the most hours you've put into a game?" He says, "I managed to whip up 700 hours into the Wasteland." Ooh, what's Wasteland? You say Fallout Three, the Capital Wasteland. Uh, when it first came out, I couldn't believe it was a video game. I had to see everything. You know what I mean by that if you played it. Just wondering what games you guys had that same experience with that you just sunk hundreds and hundreds of hours to. Think for spicy. Can I guess? Yeah, the most or just is it Stardew Valley the most for you? Well, uh, one would be up there for you, right? That would be up there. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I think probably Minecraft is up there for me. I have a lot of Minecraft, days yeah. in Minecraft. Oh, uh, don't forget Skyrim. How many times oh, have we Skyrim? How many yeah. times did you restart that game? How many times have you played that game? Right, like uh, like full once on every beat device, it and then yeah. full go back through and added I, mods. I would say like four or five full playthroughs. Yeah. Because you want to that game, you can experience it any so many way different you ways. Want it. Yeah. yeah. And my favorite way to play that game is the sneak artist, the rogue. That is fun. Yeah. That one's really fun. The trick is to not complete the Thieves Guild quests because you get this key that like this lockpick key that doesn't break and you lose it once you finish it. Oh. So you just start that <laughs> quest and then you have a lockpick that'll never break. <laughs> That's hilarious. That's, that's uh, Jordan, game you've put most hours in. What game do you think that is? World of Warcraft. Oh, World of Warcraft. Easy. Years. No questions. No questions. He, yeah. The man's put years into it. There you go. That is a good question, uh, Josh Grotberg. We each have our we each have our game. We have sunk hundreds of hours. For me, it's my. I always go back to Minecraft. Like after, like right now, I'm on a break. I've been in Minecraft for a while, but I'll go back and be like, "Woo! Look at all this new pretty stuff." <laughs> hey, what happened to my house? What happened to my house? Who who broke my door? <laughs> then I have to fix it. <laughs> yeah, and then that takes a while. And then that takes a while because <laughs> then you're like, "Well, well, I'm fixing the door. Might as well revamp the bedroom here. Oh, well, well, I might as well redo this whole neighborhood." <laughs> all right, <laughs> here we go. Uh... Last question of the night comes from Bridge City Gramer. Bridge City writes in and says, Rumors are swirling around whether Microsoft will postpone the Series X launch because of product shortages related to factory shutdowns in China. Do you think this is real? And if it is, how would a hardware shortage or delay affect the game industry? Uh, So we addressed this a little bit earlier. Again, these are rumors that have been going primarily. I've mostly seen it for... The PlayStation, uh, I think because it's so Asian central, right? We're going to have an American-made box. American-made box. Yeah. Um, it's going to be built out of steel. <laughs> I don't know. Detroit I don't know. Steel. I think right now all those things, again, I think right now all those things are, are rumors. American uh, Pittsburgh Detroit. Steel. Yeah, Pittsburgh <laughs> Steel. That's what it is. Pittsburgh Steel. Steelers. Uh, that's what chrome. I Chrome. We got a chrome box. Your box is going to weigh 300 pounds. <laughs> It'll be stainless steel and chrome. It'll be like, how awesome that, would that be? that stamp on it. That would be so cool. Made American, in America. American. Boom. Tub. 
American made. <laughs> uh, I would the buy that. Commercials are gonna have that cowboy to do like Ford commercials. Oh yeah, yeah. Like a Ford album. commercial. Yeah. Be hilarious with controllers. It's not just tough. It's Xbox tough. It's not just tough. <laughs> it's Xbox tough. And it'll be like, it'll be like you dropping an Xbox in the dirt and just like dust, <laughs> dust coats. Totally yeah, the Xbox is that concrete crunch. Yeah. crunch. Like the concrete cracks, but not the box. Yeah. Toughness made, made for work. Toughness grit. <laughs> the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Microsoft has to worry about that. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, I think, I think right now it's all rumors. I don't, I don't know. We'll wait and we're kind of want to wait and see. But there are lots of news articles talking about that. It does make right you now, think, though. Ways. What if you what? open your box and infected? And you <laughs> virus. <laughs> yeah. you're infected. I think that's what, how the division started. I think that is how the <laughs> what division started. It's an invasion. It's an invasion. This is chemical warfare. It's a precursor <laughs> video game. Uh, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm going to Clorox my Xbox <laughs> before. <laughs> Hopefully the coronavirus is in the 99% of germs that Lysol takes Dude, out. so I'm really careful, especially since I, with kids, like washing my hands and making sure I don't don't touch my face, right? And yet, I still got sick from my kids. This bad boy. You gave me a guarantee last week that I'd be fine. This bad boy. I'm experiencing death. Right oh now. yeah, your and yet your wife is like fine. And I asked her, "What are you doing?" I, th- I think one, she's in shape. That helps. We're not. <laughs> but I think phone. So I've like bought. Clorox wipes at my desk at work, and every day I wipe my phone. Because think about it, you take it to the bathroom. You, this thing is this thing is a germ. You drop it on the toilet. Sometimes yeah. I drop it on that bathroom floor, you put it right back up to my face. Yeah. Or if you think about it in the opposite direction, it actually helps you build your immune system. I don't think about it that way. No, that's why you have a weak immune system. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. yeah, learn yeah. learn to heal, stupid yeah. noob. Yeah, God. Sick, uh, getting sick helps your body. No, it doesn't. Doesn't help my body. Weakens it. But now you're immune to this crazy disease so that comes that's out. True, Jordan. That's true. I'm experiencing like the worst part of the disease that you guys gave yeah. me today. Mm-hmm. I don't like that phrase. That just, I'm pissed that you guys gave me the sickness. Yeah, but you'll never get that sickness again. <laughs> your true. body is building up. Okay, dog. I actually thought of it's this. Probably, I thought of this it's probably it's actually probably going to help you when that really coronavirus like attack. Jordan is patient zero. I don't think it was me. You literally, I got it from you. Okay, I was probably patient zero in this case. Because you take your phone into the bathroom yeah, and all that stuff with your that. phone. Yeah, well, not now I have Clark's wipes. It's been red flagged. Flag. <laughs> now I have Clark's wipes. Um, but would you rather be patient zero or the last person? I think I'd rather be the first person to just rip that Band-Aid off to be sick. Well, patient zero, it depends on the virus. Like, if I'm patient zero well, like for the year, Ebola. This year, this bad boy. I'm out. Yeah, no. no. This year, the flu is like... Uh, NK in chat was telling me he's been knocked out this whole week with with the flu as well. A bunch of people in my work I have did, been. I did get a flu shot. Maybe that's why I got over it quick. Yeah, probably. Uh, See, I didn't. Did you? No. Although, I, I, don't I don't understand how the flu shot works because like last year they're like, oh, yeah, it it's didn't a strain. work. And you're like, strain. Well, what did I pay stuff. for? They, they're, like, they're like the weathermen. They're like trying to plan ahead and be like, what strain will be on the forecast this time? Let's try strain 661695. Yeah, but that like that kind of upset me because I'm like, well, but the, you, but look, you you're probably right. You what you did I just really like fast? Well, you put something into my body that doesn't Jordan even work. Jordan had it for like a day and was better. That thing lingered for. I'm still coughing. Lingered for like two weeks. Yeah. But. I'm I'm in like experiencing death. Oh yeah, it's terrible. I hate this. You it know what really? I slept out. all day and I've everyone like when we started the stream today, everyone's like, "Oh, you're sick, huh? I look like garbage." <laughs> you know what really helps out when you're sick? Uh, mm. porn. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, no, the bidet. Oh yeah. Actually, oh. I tell you. Let me tell. I think just from a sanitary standpoint, that <laughs> yeah. thing helps. The bidet is pretty fantastic. Yeah. So I live ten minutes. I'm a t- not even a ten minute. I'm a five minute drive to my house. From where? I from my work. <laughs> from oh. any place that's five minutes away. To my work. I refuse <laughs> to use my work's <laughs> oh. bathroom. I go home. I go home to do the deed because of the bidet. Yeah, that's true. That ice cold water. Ooh, you think they refreshing. can make a portable one that you can take for public portable. places? <laughs> yeah, that would actually be hilarious. Ooh. It's like on a tripod. <laughs> Pretty sure that those are just called super soakers. <laughs> yeah. like a tripod. It's just like... <laughs> <laughs> that would be funny. That's a little remote, like an on-the-go one. Oh, that'd be cool. I we bet do, you there's some that, that are like. I guarantee Japan has you some. But it's you. You screw up your water bottle to it. Use any water bottle. Any water. That is nasty. <laughs> and then if you if you use like a there's no crystal back, light. There's no mix. backwash in there. Yeah, but what if you like use you a crystal light use, mix? Like, you know, you could use like some scented. Throw some scented packs in there or something. Yeah. Thing, mix it in and then like like a lemonade scented bidet yeah. lemonade bidet like oh, if that's you accidentally like, use citric acid of where I don't want <laughs> bleach, citric acid to bleach 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 ensure <laughs> ultimate sanitation oh dude gosh. bleach kills everything and people I love I love the smell of bleach when I go into like a public yeah. you know pool or shower I'm like yep germs are actually dead here. one time I walked into a restaurant and you it like punched you in the face to smell of bleach I ordered extra food then because <laughs> you know like oh. Oh, yeah. This place is clean. See, look at Beast. I've been sick for two friggin' weeks, dude. It's this year. It's this year. Yeah, I'm in, like, I'm in a terrible place tonight. Mrs. McSpicy said, do you use the bidet if you vomit in the toilet? You know, rinse out your, the mouth? Well, you could. That would could, hurt. Yeah. That would hurt. Let me tell you, my I think I've grown like a little callus, a little anal callus. <laughs> An anal callus. Against the high power velocity of the bidet. Sounds You're, like a good a, metal band. <laughs> <laughs> anal callus. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Death a Stalker game, A video game uh, Have you seen the latest game Or game, game developer <laughs> Latest game by Anal Callus That's a good like Avatar name too <laughs> Anal Callus What was the gamer tag We saw the other night That was just amazing Oh that was a good one I can't remember It was on Star Wars <laughs> Yeah we were playing Star Wars And sometimes you just see A gamer tag And you just gotta like <laughs> just gotta You just gotta You just gotta Yeah like wow that guy That guy was good There's some good ones some good Anal ones. Callus that's gonna be my next. I Warcraft. mean, we do have butt pounder in chat. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a good pounder. one. That's, that's a really good that's one. Really fantastic. That's gonna be my next MMO character name. Uh, no, it doesn't. It does not. Loyal Doyle. It's. It is amazing. That thing. That thing will change your life. No. I'm telling you, it yeah. changes your life. People laugh. I break this. I bring this up all the time with total strangers. Hey man, you have a bidet. You need to get one. It'll change your life. They're relatively inexpensive too. I can buy thirty-five bucks on Amazon. Thirty bucks. I don't use the bathroom if there's not a bidet. Death Star says anal anal calluses smash hit rectal clench. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh man! Uh oh! I think we just got in trouble. My wife just said this sounds like a post show conversation. Oh, sorry. Okay. Well, this is a video game podcast. Guys, thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Oh, it's Sprays Heart. So B Boy will just you didn't know it's Sprays Heart. Yeah, it does. Mine like it's like a jet stream. I feel like I'm on the Enterprise. There's like you know warp one, warp two. Oh, yeah. You turn it to warp five, and you are just... when I first I could never handle. I could never handle the uh, the high power. Now I'm all high power all the yeah. time, dude. Yeah, you sit down and power. you go places. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, it takes you for a wild ride. 
got to make sure you're lined up properly, though, or it might give you a surprise. Oh, no, yeah. B-Boy Will, that's the Japanese versions. Those are just the water fountains. The American-made ones <laughs> yeah. from they Pittsburgh? They have steel in them. <laughs> Pittsburgh steel bidets? American-made power. Yeah. Built, built tough. <laughs> built American tough. <laughs> yeah. uh, if you walked in the mud with your boots, would you wipe them off with paper towel, or would you rinse them off with the hose? Actually. Truth. Truth. I would rinse them off with a hose. Yes. Oh, man. High-powered American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll work. It depends on if there's people around Death Star. So, anyways, David, we we already got in trouble. Thank you very much, uh, guys. Next week is the community play. Come join us for that. Next week is also our 300th episode. We are putting together a special episode, uh, a special bonus episode for that. We also have our bonus Patreon episode that we have to do. We also, if you are a producer, you were sent a very uh, special and unique invitation. Make sure you check your DMs in Discord, uh, or you can head over to Patreon and check. There's an exclusive post there for our producer Patreons. Check that out. We're very excited uh, for next week for some stuff coming in celebration of our 300th episode. So come join us then. Should we? Uh, oh, should we head head on out? Yeah, I'm gonna press it. Press it. Press it hard and press it fast. And there we go. There we go, guys. Again, don't forget if you if you already have. Well, thank so, you yeah, very so much. Twenty dollars or more on Patreon. Please check your DMs. Yeah. But if you haven't yet. Please head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts, rate, review, and subscribe to us there. It really helps the show. We are growing. We've got tons of new people. Tons of new people are in chat every week. So thank you very much. We appreciate it. We love you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.